This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! What's up, guys? We're going to take a quick break to talk about coaching. Go to anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching. Are you sick of the same old bullshit? You're doing the same thing over and over and over. You're not having sex with your partner. You're not feeling fulfilled in your job. You're not feeling connected to your kids. We've been there and we know how to fix it. That's right. We know how you feel and we did something about it. Go to anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching. You're going to get on a call with us to see how coaching will change your life because I promise you it will change. We meet weekly. You get a detailed action plan after each session. And when you dive in, when you decide you're going to take the island, I'm burning the boats, stuff happens. So head over to anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching to apply today. It is going to kick your ass and you're going to love every second of it. Go to anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching. Can't wait to hop on a call with you. Let's do this. This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, mom and dad. <laughs> it's time for the show. Let's go. All right, we are back with May is for Men. And That's right. today, we are answering a question from our dear, dear friend, Paul. Paul Vidar. The PV. The PV. Okay. P to V. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, we asked him, what topics would you want us to talk about mm-hmm. if you were doing May is for Men? What men topics matter? And he said, right out of the gate, how to talk to your wife. And I was like, that's a great topic. Let's talk about that. Right. And do you uh, just starting gun do you have any things that you want to say about that yes i do let's start with how not to talk to your wife okay now this isn't a i'm not taking a you can't do a don't approach and i'm not taking a well where do you want to go i don't know but i don't want to eat tacos or i don't eat pizza so okay that's not helpful right tell you know say what you want mean what you say blah 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 right but it can be helpful to identify where us dudes get it wrong how we treat our wives, our Wikimax. That's Ojibwe for wife, by the way. Ojibwe, aka Chippewa, which Melanie is. How do we talk to our Wikimax? Um, we should not talk to them like they are our brother, mm. another dude, mm. your best friend, Yeesh. somebody you drink beer with, Ay. somebody you work with. Yikes. Somebody you dig ditches with, if you're in construction, mm. don't talk to your wife that way, right? If you have to get stuff done and you're working on a project, you know what? Still don't talk to her that right. way because she is not a dude. She ain't got nuts. She has much less <laughs> testosterone than you do. And it's not nurturing. It's not kind. She mm-hmm. may not feel supported in that. Mm-hmm. Now, some ladies, they're fine with that. And that's fine, right? However... There have been many, many, many dozens of times where Melanie has said, hey, that hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. Why do you talk to me that way? I don't feel supported by you. 
I'm not a dude, mm-hmm. right? I used to be in a band, tour, stinky, going all over the country, peeing in bottles, eating McDonald's every living night. Living in a van. Living in a van, on a tour bus, sleeping in parking lots, and we talked shit all the time, right? And it was fun, and it was whatever. And that's bled into how I talked to, well, apparently I'm doing a solo podcast, I don't know. And you're rolling the thing, is so loud. I just, I just yelled at you. Maybe I shouldn't talk to you that way. <laughs> uh, I was in a band, right? And I talked to my dude friends the same way that I would talk to Melanie. I wasn't sweet with her. I so wasn't that you would talk to me the same way you would talk to your dude friends. Not right. you would not talk to your dude friends and like that, you talk to me. And that caused some problems. And then I defended myself in that. Yeah. Oh, well, why can't you just XYZ? And so many guys get it wrong, you know? So you're not dating your dude friends you want to do that and be gay, fine, go. But you got a wife, <laughs> treat her differently, right? Even even like in the Bible, it talks about uh, something. How, something, I don't know. Be, be nice. different with your wife. Be nice. Be different to your wife, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of some verse, but I can't think of it. Um, and I didn't do that. And again, I defended myself. Oh, you're too uptight or you're this or that. And that is the worst thing you can do, whether it's anything, right? Because as, as a therapist, I, I had a thought of this theory, like when I was in grad school, your feelings are your feelings. And I equated it to a baby, and I wrote about this. If a, if a little three-year-old kid drops a sucker, <laughs> I did it on first because it makes you laugh. <laughs> if you've never watched, you look like a snail. It's a crying snail, like... right? But the point is, I know it's funny. The point is, uh, no, I look like that meme of that kid. You know, it's like you say something stupid. He's like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> if if a kid, a three-year-old drops his sucker, they cry, they pitch a fit. They think that that is the last sucker on earth and no way, hell or high water, will I get another sucker, right? But you as a parent, as an adult, go, I have another one. Right, I got a bag. You of don't them. cry. Yeah. Don't cry about spilled milk, right? Uh, but a three-year-old context, they don't know. They're not thinking that way, right? So feelings are uh, are objective, and feelings are your own. So you are nobody to say how you how I'm nobody to say how Melanie is supposed to feel. Right? Feel, feel. What? How are you supposed I'm to feel? My from Utah. And when people do that, it's just dismissive. It's discounting their feelings, which all which only causes more arguments and stuff like that. So if I say, hey, I have a feeling, I'm feeling some kind of way about this, you cannot say, well, you, you shouldn't don't. feel that way. No, you don't, or this. You can have a conversation around, well, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit, okay, sure, I understand what you're feeling, but I'm a little bit confused because you said you wanted this, but you got that thing, now you don't, and now you're weird and butthurt. Don't say that. Of course. But so that can be confusing, which you can have a conversation about. But gaslighting, dismissing, discounting your feelings about something. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you talk to me that way, it sounded like you were just shooting the shit with your, your friends in the band. Right. And I'm not that. I'm your girlfriend. I'm your fiance. I'm your wife. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't feel good to me when you talk to me that way. Oh, well, you're crazy. You shouldn't feel that way. What are you talking about? It didn't. Wrong way to approach oh. it. The correct way to approach it is, hey, I didn't realize that. And I apologize. I know that, you know, you aren't a dude pissing in a bottle on a tour van, you know, eating uh, used McDonald's out of the dumpster. Gross. Right? You're not that. 
You're my used McDonald's. Did McDonald's whatever. reject a menta? <laughs> Dumpster diving, right? You're not that. You want to be taken care of, respected, listened, heard to, seen, felt, understood. Right. Right? So, I'm sorry about that. I will try to do differently. I No. I won't will. try. I will. Just like Yoda says, there's no try. There's do or do not. Right. Right? So, that's one way to talk to your spouse, to your woman. Yeah. So, I want to ask you, you just said yeah. in that sort of the end of that thing, you were saying like, your wife is not a dude in the band. And I want to ask a question that might sound really weird at first and maybe hard to answer, but what is your wife to you? I'm not looking for a specific answer, so there's no right or wrong Oh, here. shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I better get it right. I better get it right. <laughs> and I'm asking this for a super specific reason. I recently got a text from someone asking me, basically, how do I talk to my wife? I don't know. Like, mm. she's expressing and feeling these things, and I just am at a complete loss and as we recorded our last episode talking about leadership and then thinking about, you know, Paul's question of how do you talk to your wife? Mm-hmm. I thought of him. I thought of this other guy. And I was like, who? I, I can't say who it is. That is anonymous. Secretly. I can't do that. Yes, you can. Hold on. Got it. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so... Senior Anonymous asked me how to talk to his wife because he Mm. didn't know. And and what I immediately thought was, again, related to the leadership conversation, related to what you just said, me not being a friend in the band, Mm -hmm. what am I to you? So Mm. we're married, let's say first couple years of marriage. Oh, boy. What am I actually to you? Again, there's no right or wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. how did you perceive, what role does my wife play? What is she in my life? Yeah. So I grew up with other very strong women, right? Mm-hmm. And I am one of three brothers. And so I treated you like a dude. Oh, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I expected you to be strong, to skin your knee, get up, do it, hurry up, don't take time. Mm. What are you doing? Hey, let's go. What's all this drama shit? Mm. You know, uh, let's go. Come mm-hmm. on. Let's do it. Right. You know, I, I expected you to white knuckle everything like I did. Mm. And also expected you to not have as strong feelings about stuff. And when you had those strong feelings, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I hated it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't hate you. Yeah. I hated it. I was like, Whoa. what is this drama queen? Like, so high maintenance. What is this? And I dismissed a lot of your feelings. Oh my gosh. High maintenance. That's such a funny thought. I think of high maintenance as like, I need a lot of stuff. Right. We lived in a shithole. It's not about where we live. We could have lived in a mansion or... Could we have? That would have been been cool. We could have been splashing (laughs) in Gucci. Not dripping, splashing in Gucci. You have so much of it, you just throw it around. You splash in it, Um, right? But I... I Like Scrooge McDuck on DuckTales. Um... So I, I do want to address here too that you came from a home that silenced emotions. Like you are not welcome to be like, this is my opinion right. about this thing. It and was you, like group oh think. And you were opinionated on everything. and Which is still how, I mean, obviously how my entire family runs. Right. Say your freaking thoughts on every GD thing you look at. Oh, and are they ever going to be good thoughts? Nope. Oh, well, 
Okay. That yeah. sunset, not pink enough. Yeah. Those that. shoes, ew. But your family saw the whole person more than my family did. Right. Right. Um, and I, so we talk about family of origin all the time and I brought that in to our stuff and we've had, geez, 500 e- eons, episodes, <laughs> e- no eons of like arguments and, and difficulty around that. Of course, we're different now in a better place, but it's something that had to be addressed. But the question of what did, what did you mean to me? Like, what does a no, wife what mean is to a wi- So the, what you have said already is really helpful in clarifying. But I want to address like this particular person, I believe, and this is someone that we respect and think is great. And this happens a lot to people. I think that he perceives his wife as like a cog in some sort of homekeeping wheel. Mm. Like, I don't know. She does that. Like he may not realize he does this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm posing this question sort of to all Mm. the men out there. What is the role of your wife? What does she do? Not just like, what are her tasks? Right. What is she, what is her role in your life? She's not your friend. She's not just your friend. She's not a dude at work. She's not a buddy. She's not a brother. What is she? And how does that person, that entity of what she is and who she is, how do you treat that? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mm-hmm. How do you talk to that? But first, if you don't know what some it is, guys have no clue, right? And that's what I'm getting at. Like I, 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 did, I did it. I'm like, what do I do with this? Like you're crying. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. This I think bullshit. the guy that suck it up. The guy that texts me, and hopefully you know who you are. If not, I'll text you and tell you that this is about you. <laughs> but basically, I think that that's where he's at. He kind of doesn't know what the role of his wife is. Well, in that particular situation, uh. Well, don't get into the dates. Just get into like, it needs to be general for everybody. So I think this is something that most men run into. They get married. They know what their role is. Make money. Provide, protect, preside, (laughs) whatever Ryan McClure stuff is, right? Like men are told over and over again what their role is by church, by society, by other men. Now, whether or not they fulfill that is a totally different story, but they're Mm -hmm. told you make the money. You buy the thing for your wife. You get your kids into the things they want to do or the school they want to be in, and you prov- you provide, right? Right. But what are they? What are they told that their wife is or does? Anything? We have assumptions of that, like mm-hmm. in, and I've realized this recently. When I say recently, I'm like the last year, not like yesterday. <laughs> that some men, me included take their wives for granted in this. And because you are a high achiever, because you're a hard worker, because you are articulate and strong and all this stuff, like mm-hmm. very quality attributes, uh, sometimes I, I don't realize what you need in that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's like, uh, I take you for granted and... Oh well, she'll do it. She'll 
pick up this not not pick up the slack kind of thing because I don't see something like on the floor and go oh well I'm not getting that mail and you'll get it not like that I right. don't I don't think that way. However, I because you present as strong like how how would I describe this? You you present get shit done do stuff you're you're very forward facing in a really good way right so that masks the need. That that masks my perception of the need that you have mm-hmm. to be seen as a woman, right. as a female, as a someone to be really taken care of, to be cherished, to be to be loved, to be doted on, to be appreciated, right? And mm-hmm. we had a real conversation about this. When was it? It wasn't here. Where did we travel somewhere? Where do we go? Are you sure it wasn't before we went to L.A.? It was before. Was it in the Bahamas? Yeah. Well, yeah. That was like a big conversation there. Kicked your ass. Here to Sunday. You didn't kick my ass. You just told me what you needed in a very ass-kicking way. <laughs> that was funny. However, some guys, because their their wives are that, can sometimes mask like it was it was hidden. I was like, you seem fine. You seem like well, all and, this stuff. But here's the thing. We become that because you're not doing it. Well, no. Well, the, I, no, I, there, I, there's a good... There is... Um, there is both mm-hmm. in those things. So right. I do want to say that is true. Like, I don't think you became that because part of those attributes are were in you already. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. like... In certain areas. That's who you are, mm-hmm. right? But then it, it's it's a weird dynamic. It's like, you know how on, on freeways you zipper merge? Mm-hmm. Is that, That's how you're supposed to, right? Yeah, yes. Like a zipper merge. It's like your, those great things that were, that you have, those attributes that you just brought into the mm-hmm. marriage, right? I saw those and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I zipper merged of like, oh, well, kind of seems like she doesn't want to be seen, to be cared for. Like she seems strong and this and this and this. Okay, well, it seems seems okay. Mm-hmm. Just had a conversation with the dude yesterday. And like I, I am fully realizing that women, again, screw the stereotypes. I don't care. Women, you, my experience with you, mm-hmm. other women, callers, coaching clients, all this stuff want the guy to lead in a way and not have the guy say, okay, I'll lead. Just tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. That's not leadership. Mm -hmm. That is not leadership. A CEO doesn't go, all right, employees, I'm here. I got the office. Just let me know how how I can support you. What do I do? No, (laughs) a a leader, what do I do? (laughs) A leader has vision, has a plan, has the ability to consistently execute stuff. And co-create. And co-create the stuff, Right. So when I come to you and say, all right, uh, you say you want to be seen and heard and listened to and cherished. Okay, um, ooh, I can do those things. I got it. Just give me a list and tell me what to do. You don't want that. No. On some things you do, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, clearly you don't know how to clean. You don't know how to do stuff around the house. Right. Here's a list. Get the vacuum. Clean it out. Dump the thing. Take the trash out. All right, that's Scrub fine. Rub your own fecal matter out of the toilet. Gross. And uh, but as far as the nurturing Uranus juices, scrub your own Uranus juices out of the toilet. Scrub your own (laughs) ureter essence, urethral essence. (laughs) Scrub your own. Okay, I don't know. (laughs) I saw it was so funny. I, I love it. it when you crack yourself up and then you get this big, huge smile and it looks super cute. It was funny. <laughs> anyway, Melanie, Don Bernil Reichert. Melskini. Melskini. Uh, you want me to go, 
all right, I got you. And then figure the fuck out. Right. But let me tell you, can I expand on something or, or are you just only going to talk? Cricket sound, cricket sound, cricket sound. <laughs> um, one thing I think is if we look at it like a business, I think that's a really great analogy to mm. talking about a marriage mm -hmm. is that in a business, almost no matter what it is. So if there's a business with more than one person in it, there has to be a line of communication and like back and forth of whatever. So mm -hmm. if it's like a sock making business, the sock making business a sockery. owners, the sockery, the sockery, the sock house, uh, have to, I'm going to start a sock company. You know what I'm going to call it? The sock eye something. Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> the smartest socks around. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, classic, but so, there's what I think most husbands don't understand. And I am very broadly speaking here, but I think it's very important is that their wife is a part of a very function. Like if the husband can weave healthily, the skill sets, the wisdom, the inspiration, all the things of his wife into their like business, quote unquote business, their mm -hmm. marriage, their life, their everything. If he can do it well, it is like having a business partner. Like who, what, like Johnson and Johnson, who are two business people, Procter and Gamble. <laughs> is that two different people? I have no idea. <laughs> Dave and Busters. <laughs> what are the two magicians? Penn and Teller. Penn, Penn and Teller. Don't be Penn and Teller actually. But um, it's having like, if you're running a sock business together, mm -hmm. you don't just go as a, the singular person and order all the cotton and get the threads and buy the people who do the, the whatever. Like you don't do that. You talk to your partner about it mm -hmm. and then you delegate and you work together and you cast a vision and you have a goal for everything as a sock business. But what I think happens a lot is that men are told you're the head of the household, especially if you're in a Christian sphere at all, like mm -hmm. even the most, and, and if you live in the United States, you're in a Christian sphere, even if you are not Christian yourself, you are in a community of a society that is built on the back of Christianity. So you will be pressed toward this model of men lead. They are the, the breadwinners. They make the decisions. Like I remember one time, like you've had kids talk to you. What was it like? People will talk to you um, as if I'm in charge of you and it's like a diss. Mm -hmm. Like they'll make fun of you if I make choices, right? You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. um, so there's very much a culture. Or like, oh, better check with the boss. Right, like that kind like of that, stuff. Right. Um, and th so there's a culture of men being told that they're leaders, but then having absolutely no skill set of, of running a company again, quote unquote, company, marriage, relationship mm -hmm. with their co-leader their co you know their ceo their whatever it is so you've got mm -hmm. actually it might be good to put language to that but like i said Seth's the leader but i'm the boss right and until we learn what the role of our wives are we don't know what they're good for sounds stupid that sounds stupid to say but i have a very strong feeling most husbands are not critically thinking about what their wife does day in and day out how she brings value, how she helps. They're like, bitch wants another thing. Ugh. Oh, she's <laughs> crying again. God. Right. Like that's the feeling that I get. Like if right. men are like, I, I don't know how to talk to her. What do you mean? What do you mean? You don't know how to talk. Like talk to her. She's a human. Start there. Is right? it because she's crazy or is it because you don't have the skill set? 
or the patience or right. the training. Now, I will say those are like hand in hand, though. If you don't have mm -hmm. the skill set and you don't talk to your wife correctly, she will go crazy. She will go crazier. She needs to work on herself, but you also need to work on yourself. So I want to kind of hit back to this point and talk about what it looks like for us now. Because I think now you appreciate what I am in our marriage. Mm -hmm. So what am I in our marriage to you? Mm. Again, there's not a right answer. I just am in genuine. In the marriage, not the family, correct? Well, all of it. Like the marriage, but it's all it's all part and parcel of the same thing. What's that even mean? I don't know. Parcels, newsletters, UPS, <laughs> United Parcel Service. Um, what am I? What are you to me? What am I in the marriage? What function? What role am I? What am I? You catching me sideways, girl. Good. Mwah. <laughs> well, you're fifty percent of the marriage. This marriage wouldn't work if you weren't here. <laughs> Right? Thank you, Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? Uh, it, this wasn't in the show notes. Nah. There were no show notes. <laughs> right. That's why. Man, okay, what are you in the marriage? What are you in the marriage? Okay, what gonna, are you to me? I'm going to give you a list, and I know you know some of these things because you've talked about it in the past, but like, I'm essentially the family therapist for our children 90% of the time. You're the nurturer. Right? From a, well, this is weird because I'm like drawing a blank. Not not like, okay, so uh, what are you to me as a wife? What are you to me in the marriage? Like, what is my role? I want you to think of it like ah. a function, like a role. Hmm. If this is a business, you go, you're on the, you're the um, sales rep. So should I go back to that thing that I referenced in the podcast before this? No, you're the sales rep. We, you can later. I'm the but sales no, right? rep? Yeah, like so you go out and you make the dollars. I'm selling marriage? You, come on. In our marriage, you go out and you make the money uh -huh. and have. Right. What's my, If it's a business, what am I doing? I'm running the warehouse. Yeah. I have an amount. Like my function within the business. You're the warehouse manager. Is massive. So if, okay, you want to run a sock business, go ahead and sell socks. But oops, don't have a warehouse manager. Then what? You are in charge of what? What is it? Um, for the place I do cons consulting at, uh, there's a CFO, mm -hmm. Chief Fun Officer. Oh, <laughs> I want to be that. I know it's this older lady. That Patty's just goes the around Chief and, Fun Officer. Yeah, she, you got it. I think we're all the Chief Fun <laughs> Officers, of, to be yeah. honest. Um, we're all the CFOs. Uh, what was I saying? So if you're the the space manager, mm -hmm. right? The warehouse manager. You make sure like all stuff is together, and it, like any uh, like ladies, if you had a boyfriend who was a bachelor, it's like okay, they just live in a shithole, right? Mostly, it's like mm -hmm. there's nothing on the wall, the carpets are dirty, whatever. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying that the woman's job is that, but there is a touch, an emphasis, uh, an energy, a uh, phenomenon that happens. Mm -hmm. Like when a woman comes around. She makes it different mm -hmm. in a good way. Now, women can lead that way too. Mm -hmm. Like you can come around and like just cause drama. Oh, yeah. And like act crazy and be really stupid. <clears throat> or you can be the nurturing place, the soft place. And this is, here's a theory that I have. Like, okay, nothing feels better than, I'm talking about physical stuff. Obviously, sex is one. But just like you are much more softer. Unless, Everyone needs a bosom for a pillow. Yes, everybody does. Uh, and less hairy than I am, right? 
You're not, not by pre- much. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that is just not like, oh, my hand on your ass kind of thing. You know, it's like, oh, that's super soft or your legs or your thighs or your boobs or whatever. That goes much more deeper for a guy, for mm-hmm. at least me, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, softnessville. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just not physical. It's spiritual. It's emotional. It's mental. It's like energy-wise. Mm-hmm. You are that to me. And again, you're just not like somebody to feel on. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, so don't misconstrue that. I wasn't. That. Well, some ladies yes. might be, yes. you know, and maybe husbands you're treating that are just like a, an F buddy. It's like, okay, that's all, right? That's not that's not cool. That doesn't work. Um, but Ow. that, I'll start with that. Like, okay, pure softness, right? Mm-hmm. Around nurturing, homey, you feel great. And then that goes into the emotional side, right? And whatever you do, like whatever your womanness is around the house, for some it's cooking, for some it's cleaning, it's all this home stuff. Or on the opposite side of that, like I do a lot of the cooking. Mm-hmm. I also help clean, right? But it's like how you see things. It's like you have a crystal ball and go, oh, I should set up the kids' room this way because it'll be a place they want to sleep. It'll be a fun place for them. Set up a writing station. Set up a this or set up these rules or mm-hmm. you know, like a Canva thing that you do. All mm-hmm. this stuff is like that is one of your roles that you are the queen at. You are the best at. I'm not good at it. And guys don't hear that as like, well, I don't know. I'm not good at it. So I'm just defer to her because I'm just a dummy. Right. That's lame, right? Right. No, we have decidedly said, oh, wait a minute. You are hands down better at this than I am. Why don't you do that? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Right. Like, it's like a business decision. Like, okay, we have Reva. We have other team members. Like, uh, Reva is a thousand times better at this web design or uh, profit first or integrating stuff. It would take me five years to learn and five years to do one thing that takes her a day. Right. So business-wise, yeah, Reva, right. you do it. And we resource to her. We right. We pay her. We acknowledge that. And so I think that you're hitting on something that is kind of the core of what I wanted to get at. Like if I am particularly skilled at like even just the layout of our house, like it's all thought out. It's not right. random. I'm not just... Uh, you know, spending money at Marshall's for shits and giggles. Like I'm trying to create an environment that is uh, like, what's the word? Like it, it lends itself to, it's it's inviting, but it also encourages talking and. What um, does it encourage? It encourages, in my opinion, inherent things that women just have. Relationship. Relationship, safety, nurturing, a nest. Mm -hmm. We talk about, nature all the time. There's about 8,000 rabbits out here having 100 babies, right? <laughs> they're making nests. Yeah. They're they're whatever, like birds. The, the It's really funny because the robins out here are like super fat because they're full of eggs, you know? <laughs> they're making nests for who? Their babies. Why? Yeah. Because that's what they're born to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You do that. Other women I talk to, again, don't get caught up on stereotypes. This works for us. It works for billions right. of other people too. If it doesn't work for you, fine. Do something different. I don't care. Right. Um, but, but that well, is what you are to right. me. And even like, uh, and I have that expectation of you. Like mm-hmm. I guarantee that you have an expectation of me not to just sit on the couch and play video games and go, well, I don't know. I didn't make any money this month. So what if do I do? If you even played a video game, I don't even know what planet I would be on. Well, I don't think I've ever seen you play a video game, let alone on your own. 
We used to play Tetris. I know, but we used to play Tetris, <laughs> not you. Well, video uh, games are fine, right. Right, in, it's in just context. weird. Anyway, mm -hmm. but the way that I look at it is like, if again, go back to the sock company analogy. If you wanted, if you were a co-owner of a sock company, but you were the one going out and finding the textiles and finding the vendors and finding the whatever, you would 100 million percent be like, oh yeah, well, my partner is over here getting the warehouse in order, making sure we're hiring the right employees, making sure the employees are doing what they need. Like this, a co-run institution that has very divided, very clear, clean rules and, and like objectives and whatever. They're different, but related. And one always must speak to the other, right? Like if you get a giant shipment of silk for your silken socks, you don't silk not socks. tell, you have to tell the person running the warehouse because that changes the threads that they use and the tension of the sewing machine, all this stuff. So there's this like interconnected communication all of the time. I just talked to you yesterday about some money moves that we're mm -hmm. making. You know what I'm saying? That's not me going out and going, hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm like, I am thinking about this, mm -hmm. planning this, and it's like chess pieces mm -hmm. kind of thing. Hey, right. co-owner, co cohabitator, co-person with me in right. everything. Co-creator, yes. And tell me what's what's going on. Okay, and you do the same thing with me of like, hey, what do you think about the kid's room? Or let's make this mm -hmm. lateral move Which or vertical I, move. I want you to, you just said, hey, what do you think about the kid's room? Do you know how many times I've heard men act that like that is a stupid question? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, why are you even asking me? I don't care. Oh, I'm asking you because we're co-creators of a world and of environment of different humans <laughs> that we created from right. our bodies. So, and I care about your opinion. I'm not asking you because I'm a freaking idiot who can't a, make a choice. That's a good thing. Like I, I know, like me being silly and facetious, I've said stuff like, uh, you know, you ask me a question, I'm like, I don't uh, care. DKDC, don't know, don't care. Oh yeah, <laughs> DKDC, D yeah, that's right. And I'm like, blow it up, I don't care. You know, burn it or buy a thousand. Yeah, you'll of them. say buy a thousand of those and burn them all. I, I don't care. I, I'm just being yeah. silly, right? But <clears throat> a wise person would go, "Oh, wait a minute! I have a wife that's still engaged and wants my opinion. She's not just bombing, you know, Nordstroms and credit cards left and right and going. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I better pay attention to that mm -hmm. and support her. Hey, thank you so much for going to Marshalls or." Whatever I see, the, uh, kids spending a lot of time in there, and they wouldn't do that had you not done that. So, right. like getting the, the Papazon chairs. Like I got two Papazon chairs on Craigslist. Right, them comfortable as hell. I know they're the best. They are the best. Uh, but like that, mm -hmm. as silly as that might seem, if you if you thought the Papazon chair was just women be shopping and not, my wife is creating a home for our family that they will look back on with happy, warm thoughts, mm -hmm. it changes how you perceive what I'm doing. Because you're not doing that just for your own health. Mm -hmm. Like you love spending money on Papazons, on Craigslist. I mean, it might be fun and stuff like that, but you're not doing it for your health. Right. Just like guys, listen to this. So this will put it in perspective. Uh, a lot of my friends and most guys, again, stereotypes out the window, uh, money-minded, like I want to win with money. If I can get in early on a Tesla split before they do, Jesus. I'm going to go open up TD Ameritrade or whatever, which I have done. Exactly. I mean, these are actual examples. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I come to Melanie and say, hey, Tesla's going to split soon. Can I spend a decent amount of money on this? And you're like, DCDK. I'd be right. like, whoa, that's kind of hurtful. Mm -hmm. You know, I, w I would want you to be engaging in it, not say, right. buy a thousand. I don't give a damn. Right. I'd be like, well, 
I'm not doing this for sport. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would want you to say, really? What? I mean, okay. Uh, like just, you know, we'll presuppose that you know about that stuff mm-hmm. and, and you do. Um, you'd be like, oh yeah, I heard about that too. I think that's a good move. Mm-hmm. Um, show me. Let's look at it together. Yeah. Just like if, if you're saying, hey, I'm going to go to Marshall's and buy a Papazon. Like, oh, show me the thing. Like, where do you think it would go? Mm-hmm. I bet that'll be comfortable. Right. Um, I'll look out for yard sales uh, mm-hmm. to see if I can find another one too. And mm-hmm. we can have a, like a seating area. You would love that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's a hundred times better than saying the D- DKDC. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't care. Go buy a thousand and burn them. Right. Who cares? That, men, is not how you talk to your wife, right? You, wives, don't talk to their men and share things about their day or this or their thoughts just for their health. They... Dr. John Gottman talks about that is a bid for connection, Mm -hmm. a bid for connection, right? You don't pick up the phone unless it rings, right? You're not an idiot going, I don't know, it didn't ring. Somebody there, hello? No, you don't do that, right? (laughs) When the phone rings, especially for us, basically all of us who had old school phones on a wall, (laughs) you didn't walk up to the wall and pick it up and go, hello. First, it had to ring. That phone and whoever's on the other end is making a bid for connection. They are calling you because they want to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. They have a reason. They want to share time. They want to share experience. They want to share a story, right? Guys, don't forget that just because you think, oh, I don't care. Women be shopping. I don't want to talk about jewelry, right. you know, or whatever. <laughs> you know, it is a bid for connection. And it's not saying you have to be an expert on papazons or right. anything like that. Just like you don't have to be an expert on, you know, all, the you know latest crypto bet or anything like this. But if I know that I can have a conversation with you about something that I care about, and again, you don't have to be head over heels mm-hmm. on crypto mm-hmm. or whatever or a truck muffler. <laughs> just like, oh, okay. It's the name of my new band, Truck, truck muffler. muffler. Just tell me about it. There's a band I used to like called Grunt Truck. <laughs> Ew. It was funny. Anyway, um, guys, listen to your bids for connection from your ladies, mm-hmm. right? Trust me on that. Don't ignore that. Because if you ignore that over and over and over and treat her like some dumbass dude friend, you're going to lose her. Right. Well, and I, I want to add in a thought here because you said something that I think is really interesting because even though, so this is something I haven't really heard much, many people talk about. You talk about this idea of like looking at nature and what that teaches us about the nature of humans, mm-hmm. right? And how we are part of nature. We're no different. And at a core fundamental level, Dave Ramsey talks about this, like women, there's a safety gland, he says, which I think that's so gross. Where is it? Like, you squeeze it and juice comes gross. out? Gross. It's like a kumquat. <laughs> a little tiny orange. Anyway, women have this, like, again, we are wired for nurturance. We have breasts that feed children that make them live. Like we are wired for that. There's no escaping it. And in sort of hidden within that is this concept of I am effed if he leaves. Like I'm screwed. Like I, I'm not, I know I'm not. I know that there's other resources and I can do a bunch of stuff. And so women tend to have this like, I've got to appease him. I've got to make sure these babies are safe. I've got to do all these things. Like I got to make sure this nest is good. And, and men don't look at that the same way that women look at it. Women are, I think there's a, a huge level of like, he could leave me or I would, what would I do if he left me? Like, even if you're so financially those are questions, set. But if you get caught up in those questions and go, oh, I'm changing my, changing and rearranging my entire life. I don't know what I would do without him. I'm, I'm lost without, well, okay. Then there's a whole other issue. Right, that, but, yeah, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get at a different point here. So okay. if I think it would be different if men understood that from a different perspective. Like mm-hmm. if you had a bigger, stronger, 
could hurt you person in in charge in mm-hmm. quote air quotes mm-hmm. in charge of your life in charge of your well-being in charge of your paycheck when you got fed when you got a new car that could say yes or no to you you would want that person to treat you with respect right and, but you would know like that person up there that giant i know that sounds weird they sound can really weird. they can like take it all away life. like that yeah and especially wives, we feel tied to our husband. Like, even if he treats me like shit, he makes all the money. He supports all of, you know, and again, women can make money, doy. But like, if he, if he leaves me, I've got all the kids. Well, it's like exposed. Yes. I'm exposed now. I'm, I'm more vulnerable than I was before. Like, if you left me, that I would be exposed and vulnerable to stuff like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, yeah. To what? A dirty house and whores. What? <laughs> That's I what I would be do. Funny to say. I'm just gonna go on Aurora. I'm never Ave. gonna clean, and I'm gonna. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Uh, but imagine men, if that was a dynamic you married into. There's a bigger person than me. They're stronger. They can actually hurt me, and I could not win. I couldn't win, even if I wanted to. They have financial stuff over me. If if um if shit goes sideways, I have the burden of raising all of our children. So do you see what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. mental sort of like way, 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 way in the back recesses of a female's mind is that. And also the fact that most of us are not being validated or acknowledged for the fact that we are keeping building, maintaining, growing the nest. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing a ton of shit all the time. And men typically are just like, oh, whatever, like, what is she doing again? Oh, she's on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> right. And so again, it, if men could look at, if men could put themselves in our shoes and look at it with that lens, I think it might feel different. I think that that would be a good way to uh, learn how to lead better for guys. And it would be a good way for you dudes to talk to your wife. You know, and it's not like, oh, uh, I got to think like a woman now and all this stuff. No, just. I want to do like. like a- again, you're not in the locker room. You're not on a construction site site with your dudes. You're not on the golf course. You're not hunting. You're not, you know, at a bar drinking with your other dude friends. You are with your woman. Let me. Can who I is use- fundamentally different from you emotionally, obviously, physically, psychologically, uh, spiritually to a big degree also treat it and respect it as such. Let me use another analogy that might be easier to understand. So imagine that you're, that you are the warehouse manager of like Tesla. Who's who owns Tesla? Elon. So, and imagine the next person up is Elon Mm. and you're, he is your boss, Mm -hmm. but he knows this this person who's the warehouse manager makes sure everything gets built. So if that stuff doesn't get built and, and I don't do right by this guy, I ain't selling a Tesla. Right. Right? And then you so, get fired. Who gets fired? The warehouse dude. Now, listen to me here. So imagine that you're the warehouse manager mm-hmm. and your wife is Elon Musk. How would you want him to treat you if you're the warehouse manager? With understanding, with kindness, with respect, with grace, with everything. What if the what if Elon looked at the warehouse manager who makes every freaking Tesla ever and was like, idiot, 
shopping again? <laughs> oh, you want to put bathrooms in for the workers? <laughs> nice. Oh, you want a, a nice hand towel? Gross. Right. What would that make you think and feel and believe about that job? It sucks. It would be the worst. Right. And if you were tied to that as your only source of income, well, like, okay. And again, it's like, okay, if I lose my job, then I am opening myself up to exposure. And we know a hell of a lot about this because what? We're only a year into like no job. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. this is our job, right? You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of preparation and planning and it, it's in the back of my mind. Okay. If stuff goes sideways, which I zero believe it will. Right but I'm being wise about it. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, something has to change. A lot of stuff. I have to make changes. I have to do, mm -hmm. it's like exposure. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, the analogy of Tesla and Elon Musk is, men, if you're the Elon of the marriage and your wife is the manufacturer floor person, what's it called? What did I say? Manager. Manager. You would be a fool. And you would be preparing yourself to fail as a company by thinking that everything she does and thinks and feels and talks about is just dumb. It's not as important as what you talk about. She's the one creating the Teslas. She's the one managing the things that make this thing happen. So let's, let's show some employee appreciation. <laughs> right. Uh, and not just one month out of the year. Right. So guys, I'm going to tie this back up and we got to wrap it up. How you talk to your wife is different than how you talk to yourself, even your own self-talk. Like I can kick my own ass and white knuckle stuff and go, oh, but that is not the way to talk to you unless we're like, you know, trying then, yeah. to trying to catch a plane somewhere and we're like super late or we're, you know, have deadlines and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, business mode, girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the bedroom, at the kitchen table, in a car ride, that's not the way to talk right. to your wife, right? And if you can't do that, then you need to take steps to do that, like anger management or like join a men's group, badass husband mastermind, badasshusband.com. How do, how do you do this? I was just on a call yesterday and I've heard this a hundred times before. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to be a husband. I mean, we have women say that too. I don't know how to be a wife. Right. I don't know how to be a husband. So if you don't know something, like if I don't know how to be a therapist, I'm going to go to grad school for years and mm -hmm. learn and read a zillion books and do practice. You're not just going to become a therapist and hope it works. You just don't do it because culture said, well, I'm supposed to be a therapist. I should know how. If you don't know how to do something, go do what it takes to get the knowledge, to get the right. experience, to get the uh, wisdom of it, right? Like we're not, I wasn't born a husband. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I wasn't born a therapist either. I wasn't born in any job that I've ever had. Yeah. I learned how to do it mm -hmm. through trial and error, through uh, repeated education, books, podcasts, listen to, to, to talks and friends and stuff like that. So if you don't know how to talk to your wife, sometimes you can even take just a whole paradigm shift of like, oh, wait a minute. I can never talk to you again remotely how I talk to any of my dude friends. Mm -hmm. Just start there. Right. You know, hey, bro, what's up? Oh, wait a minute. Okay, shit. Don't say that to Melanie. Um, Hey, honey, how was your day? Right. I don't care if it's weird I at first. I don't care if it's awkward. I don't care if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Do what it takes to fix your marriage. And yeah. if your wife has said, hey, you talk to me weird, listen to that. Mm -hmm. Just like the baby with the sucker. Right. Listen to that because she's not just blowing smoke out her ass. She's saying, you talk to me kind of weird in this kind of some way. Like if you, if I said, hey, Melanie, I feel disrespected in this, this, and this, and you go, what are you talking about? You're just making that up. I'd be like, okay, great. Thanks for nothing. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. I'd want you to be attuning and understanding to that. Mm -hmm. So, guys, talk to your wife like she's your wife, like she's a soft rose petal flower lady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's soft. Yeah. Not like hard testosterone dude. Hercules. You're soft. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. Respect that. Talk to me like I'm Medusa. I'm soft, but I'll blow you off your effing head. <laughs> Just I ain't kidding. talking to Medusa. <laughs> I, I do think that this, on. I think this needs a part two. Hmm. I okay. truly do. Well, so. maybe we can continue, but guys, thank you. And dudes, again, this is May is for men. It's switched up, whatever. We roll that way. Go to badasshusband.com If you want more of this, get hooked up with other dudes, just like you who want accountability, encouragement, how to be a husband, how to be a man, how to kick your own ass and share your wisdom that you have because you have something to say that can help other dudes. Being quiet doesn't help anybody. Being not in community doesn't help anybody. Go to badass dot, no, badass husband, badasshusband.com. Get on a call with me to see if you're a good fit. We're doing a lot of cool stuff there, guys. So All right. we else? are going to continue this conversation next week in more detail because I have about a million more things. To okay. Say. So All right. thank you so much. Let's hit it. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reba Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye.